Welcome to the Townsend Timeout. Today's guest is Anthony Pogue Stockton. He is a Division I throws coach at ETSU. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Could you tell me a little bit about yourself? I'm blessed enough to have come from Indiana, raised in Kentucky, have an amazing father, mother, family. I'm a private coach, opening my own business in that world. I'm a coach at ETSU now, balancing everything like that, and also I am a caregiver. Can you explain what your role is at your new job? I was a throws coach at high school, but I uh, opening happened at ETSU, so I'm pretty much controlling the shot, the disc, the weight, the hammer, and the javelin. I'm teaching college athletes how to throw the best technique they can in those events. Would you have ever thought whenever you were younger that you would be a high school, now college coach? Yeah, no. Uh, this will be the trifecta for me for NCAA. I coached D3 when I was at William Woods, coached D2 as soon as I graduated. Now I'm coaching D1, so I've done all three. Let's go back a little bit. What made you want to be a thrower for track? Honestly, it's always been my escape. Growing up the way we did, we always had an outlet. My sister's was music, choir, athletics a little bit, but that was her outlet. Mine was poetry, choir, and throwing. It was more of a need in high school to kind of, you know, we all go through all different changes. So that kind of helped facilitate and kind of helped me grow as a person. And uh, so it became a need, then it became a want, and then I was just very blessed to hit the marks I did and achieve what I've done, high school, college, and semi-pro as well. Why did you select William Woods to go to college? William Woods, it just, you go somewhere and just instantly feels like home. Like it just, it feels like the right decision. That's what happened to William Woods. We came from Kentucky. Once me and the Thrills coach at the time met, just fell in love with it, fell in love with what he said, bought in, and the rest is history, I guess. How has your education and athletic experience helped you in your coaching career right now? It's helped out a lot. Julian Herzog really kind of helps me with the psychological part, and I still use a lot of what he taught me today. One thing that I learned from academics is in our world, a lot of coaches like to make complex things, like have them do like a whole checklist of things. I prefer the more simpler, almost like classical conditioning, just like make it into such a routine you don't think about it. And I'll definitely, stuff like that, I learned from the academics. From my athletic side, I learned patience. I learned hard work. I learned how to just go with the flow. Because as you know, I mean, you've been to games. You have a great game plan, but then something's going to go wrong. I promise you something's going to go wrong. You got to have a backup. You got to be able to just adjust and go with the flow. So that's one thing I really learned from William Woods and I'm very thankful for. You are a member of the Hall of Fame for William Woods University mm -hmm. and the American Midwest Conference. Yes. Could you describe your reactions to those calls? The first phone call was, I kind of felt it was coming because Dan Swab, the current head coach there, he never calls me and he says, hey, look, can I talk to you for a minute? I was like, okay, I think I know what the phone call's about because you never called me, but sure. And then like five minutes in, he like blurs it out and I was like, Ah, okay, that makes perfect sense. So obviously I called my parents, I called everybody excited. Then a couple months down the line, well, several months down the line, I didn't even realize the AMC had its own Hall of Fame. And then I got that phone call like, Anthony, like, hello. I was like, this is the AMC called. And I was like, the who? 
like at first I was like, is like the AMC, like the theater? Like, okay, cool. It's like, no, 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 no. The conference you competed in. I was like, what did I do wrong? Second thing I asked. Third thing, they're like, no, 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 no. You're going to the Hall of Fame. I was like, you have a Hall of Fame? I was like, cool, sweet. It took a little bit for that to absorb in just because I was like, Ken and William Woods. And when I started throwing, I, none of my goals were to make the Hall of Fame. And now I'm in two of them. And it's still weird to say that because most people go their entire lives, work harder, work hard to do what I've done. And I'm just very blessed. I'm trying to enjoy the moments while I still can. We're going to shift a little bit of gears because I was going through your social media in the summer and you had a quote to be the change you want to see in the world by Gandhi. What Mm -hmm. does this quote mean to you and how do you model this? That quote is how I prefer to live my life. Obviously, there's been a lot of social injustices and a lot of injustices in the world in a whole, but a lot of people can always point out the negatives, like we're doing this wrong, doing that wrong, but no one's really making the change. I do know that, you know, with what I want to do for the rest of my life, I'm not going to have a lot of political power. I don't want a lot of political power, but I want to be able to be that someone who is making that change by changing someone else's lives. The kids that I coach, if they can have better opportunities to education, better opportunities to knowing how to network, how to, how to be financially smart, if I can teach them things and help them be the change that I want to be, then I can make sure that the next generation is going to be better people, better set, have a better foundation than I did when I went to college in life. So as long as I'm changing myself and changing those around me for the better, I do know, maybe not instantly, but two to three generations from now, that ripple effect will really kind of help change the world in a small and big way. Speaking of leadership, how do we get more people like you in those positions? It all starts with the family. There's, especially back when segregation was around, there were like Dr. Martin Luther King, there was Malcolm X. There were leaders, rather you agree with them or not, there were leaders in every community kind of pushing them. Ever since segregation has went down in the black community, the Latino community, the Oriental community, every other community has lost their leaders. I'm not saying segregation will have to come back into play, but we're going to have to stop promoting celebrities and other people who cool they have a say or athletes cool they have a say yeah they can donate a lot of money yeah they can build a school whatever but we need to have and we need to have a culture where it's the hip thing or the cool thing to have people go to school to be politicians and to get there so it starts at home then it comes down to a culture restructure of okay instead of want to be a doctor who makes million dollars instead of want to make instead of want to be an athlete we want to have people like the cool thing or the next best thing instead of being an athlete, it's to be a politician. So it's really going to come down to a whole culture change, and it's going to come down to individuals as well. Instead of people want to make money, which the American way, we have to really kind of find that and figure out what's going to be the best for not only for us, but for the generation once, you know, dead and gone, what's going to be the best thing for them going forward. What is it like having, like, great mentors in your life that have helped you lead this way of thinking that you have? Honestly, I would not be here. Uh, I would not have the mindset I have without them. It's It's been a blessing. I understand that. And what always blows my mind sometimes is my father is a great mentor of mine. I talk to him almost every day. I bug him probably more than anything else, but 
He's my mentor, a couple of coaches at ETSU. They're my mentors. Charles Belt is one of my mentors. I have a couple of mentors in South Carolina. And I bounce these ideas because I want to be them one day. There's something about them I want to be. And that's one thing that we don't do with society anymore. We, we don't try to lift people up. But then again, it's on us to teach a generation how to find mentors, to figure out what to do. So long story short, when it comes to that, I love them and I'm very thankful for them. But sadly enough, not a lot of people use or have those mentors. Just for anybody who's looking for a mentor, don't be afraid to ask. I have three simple tips for that. One, don't be afraid to ask. Two, go on social media and look at people's lives that you want to live. Now, I'm not asking, I'm not telling you to go to like LeBron James' Twitter account and try to talk to him. I'm talking about like, if you are a young lady who wants to be a scientist, go to women who have been there, done that, talk to them, have them as a mentor and let them open that door for you. They've already busted open the door, let them open it up for you and make it easier for you. Or if you're a young man who wants to become an engineer or something in that realm, same thing. And three, and this is probably the biggest thing, take the criticism. That is one thing that we do not do as well. I struggle with that a lot of times. You got to be able to take the criticism because you're not right. As much as we want to be right as a country, you're not going to be right all the time. You're going to be right maybe 5% of the time. The rest, you either got to learn, swallow your ego, or do both. You heard that buzzer. That means we have to wrap up this week's show. Thank you, Anthony Pogue Stockton of ETSU Track and Field for being our guest this week. As always, I am Looking for the next big guest to be on my show for the next time. And announcements related to guests on the show will be on my Twitter account at News. Until then, this is Veronica Townsend signing out for the Townsend Timeout. Take care. Stay warm.